Okay, if you could just give us a level check, that would be great. Right now? Yeah, whenever you're ready, no rush. Okay, uh, three, two, one, Megan, Nick, freestyle aerial skiing, bronze medal. Woohoo! go Megan! I'm Elizabeth Beisel, two-time Olympic medalist, and I am jumping the press rope to take you inside the Athletes' Villages, some of the most interesting and exclusive places at the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympic Games. We'll talk to athletes whose performances are pushing the medal count on snow and ice, discussing pretty much anything and everything but actually winning medals, because we want to go behind the scenes, and even Olympic heroes have to eat. Unfilter conversations from the ground about the daily experiences that make up the real athlete experience of the games. You know, like life and being in the village. Because it isn't all nail-biting pressure and medal ceremonies all the time. You can hear us in the headphones okay? Yeah. Okay, we'll get started in three, two, one. That's what I'm talking about, Megan Nick. Congratulations on your bronze medal, and thank you so much for joining us on In the Village podcast. We're going to dive right into it. Can you tell me about the markers that each of you guys place on the slope so that you know where to start and kind of what goes into that, how long it takes you to figure it out, and why you do it? Yeah, so every day before we start jumping, we do speed checks, so we all have our own marker Uh, Some people have very elaborate markers. Mine's just a screwdriver, plain and simple. But uh, that allows us to get kind of adjusted to what the speed is because it's different every day depending on the conditions, whether it's sunny, windy, snowing. Um, And it just makes it safer for us when we start training. And so uh, every person also like body weight, height plays a factor in how fast you go down the in-run. And so those markers just help us be safe and uh, do the best jumps that we can and put them on our feet. Okay, so you say yours is a screwdriver, but apparently there's more elaborate ones. What are some of the most elaborate ones? Yes, um, our teammate Justin has an arrow, ski poles, I've seen knives. Uh, We had an old teammate who had like an elaborate mermaid knife. Yeah, just some really weird, uh, my teammate Winter has some weird fishing thing that she sticks in the ground. So yeah, pretty crazy ones I've seen. (laughs) Wow, very creative. Who knew? I did not know this. So this is very fun for me to learn about. (laughs) I've also noticed that a lot of you guys wear sunglasses rather than goggles. What is kind of the idea behind that? Is it purely aesthetic? Is it functional? What's behind that choice? Yeah, functional for sure. Uh, Goggles block our view coming off the jump because you want to have a straight body line and you're looking straight at the jump when you come off and the goggles kind of block that view. So you can't see as much uh, when you jump with goggles. So glasses is the better option for sure. Who has the craziest sunglass style on the team? For jumping or for personal life? For personal life, it's me. I, I oh, tell me what your personal life glasses are. I'm just, I am a, I have a sunglass collection. I think I have like 15 pairs of sunglasses. I love them. I'm not like a big jewelry person or, you know, fashion, but I love sunglasses. On uh, the hill, ooh, I don't know, probably Justin or Chris. Chris rocks the Pit Vipers, which is a look. I can't pull that off um, unless I'm spring skiing. But yeah, definitely Chris or Justin. They got a lot of different glasses going on. So your your day-to-day sunglasses, because I'm the type of person that can't really have a very nice type of 
pair of sunglasses because I'll lose them. So are your 15 pairs all really nice or are they kind of just like, oh, if I lose them, it's not a big deal? I have three pairs of really nice sunglasses that I only wear when I know I won't lose them. And then I have, you know, the drugstore throwaways that if I lose them, it's fine. Yeah, I have a ton of classic. Everybody has at least like four pairs of those on in their house at once. Exactly. At all times. (laughs) What has been the most adventurous food item that you've eaten since being in Beijing at these Olympics? Um, I, I am not very adventurous, but I, I guess just the dumplings, the vegetable dumplings, I'm a vegetarian, so I don't get to try all the different meats. Um, I try to stay away from that. Doesn't agree with me. So yeah, def- the dumplings I've enjoyed the most for sure. Has there been, and I know you don't eat the meat, but has there been kind of like a wilder, like platter of meats served at the village, like yeah. things that you wouldn't normally see in the states. Um, I think, yeah, I it's just different from what we usually like. The chicken. I haven't really seen chicken much, but there's the duck tacos. Are they duck? Yeah, I think they're duck. A lot. A lot of my teammates love the duck tacos. I guess. Okay. All right. I Sounds might have made that up, but that's what I heard. I think they're like baking. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. Not there. I didn't use Don't worry. Camera. We're not, we can't fact check because we're not in Beijing. So we're just going to have Perfect. to take your word for it. <laughs> Everybody, the duck tacos in the village are phenomenal. <laughs> take her word for it. So for you, you know, you get so many amazing pieces of clothing being a member of Team USA. If you could pick one item to bring with you and you had to give everything else away. Aside from your medal, obviously, what would that one item be that you kept that was oh, given gosh. to you? Well, I haven't even tried on everything that I've gotten because I've been so stressed that I've been sweating. And so I don't want to try on all my fun new clothes because I don't want to ruin them yet. But um, probably uh, I've been living in the Nike sweatpants. That's been a good one. But yeah, I mean, all the stuff is so great. It's hard to choose just one because all the polo stuff is awesome, too. Yeah, you guys are spoiled, but rightfully so. You have put in so much work and you so deserve it. I want to talk about your intro into the sport because you were not like a winter sport athlete, although you grew up in Vermont. Can you kind of talk about your transition from gymnastics to kind of like that freak field trip you took? And then you were like, yeah, I'm going to be a free ski aerial rider and I'm going to win Olympic medals now. Yeah. Um, I had a school project that I needed to do and it's 10 hours, I think it was in like a 10 page paper. And so it had to be something completely new that you've never tried. And I happened to hear about this Lake Placid tryout camp for aerial skiing, had no idea what it was. And I was like, that sounds easy. I could finish a paper on that pretty quickly. So I went and throughout the week, I was like, holy moly, like, this is so cool. I knew my gymnastics career was coming to an end, which was really hard for me to come to terms with because I love gymnastics and I'd been doing it since I was three years old. And so it was a very exciting opportunity for me to take that skill that I learned in gymnastics and put it into a new direction. So was your gymnastics career coming to an end just because you, you kind of were like, I'm done. I don't need to pursue this in college or an injury. How did that kind of end for you? Well, I just was, I didn't find, I wasn't good enough to be at any of the great gymnastics schools. Um, 
And so I knew it would have to be a lower level team that I went to, but for colleges that I was looking at, that really wasn't matching up. So I kind of knew in the back of my head that it, I, after my senior year of high school, I was going to be done. And that was really sad because I, I loved gymnastics and I loved flipping and being upside down. So, and I loved just challenging myself and always trying to get better every day. So it seems like a very seamless transition for you from gymnastics into now you're, you're an Olympic medal winner um, in free ski aerials. I want to ask, what is the one thing that you are most proud of? And this can be athletic achievement, academic, life. Just, you know, what Megan Nick is most proud of for herself and what she's done. Um, probably just the hard work that I've put in. I have never wanted to feel like I could have worked harder even whether it whether I went with a got an Olympic medal or walked away with you know just showing up here and doing the best I could, I never wanted to have that feeling that I could have done more. And I think that is what I'm most proud of. Is even with school and with aerials and just anything in my life, I never want to have that regret of oh I should have tried harder. I should have done you know extra reps in the gym or visualized more or done more jumps in the summer on the water ramps. I never wanted to have that feeling and. I can confidently say that I don't have that feeling. Especially with an Olympic medal around your neck now. <laughs> Speaking of that medal, where is it? You know, and when you're in the village, where are you keeping it? Is it kind of tucked under a suitcase or is it on your bedside table? Where has it been? I don't even have it yet. I get that tonight at the medal ceremony. So, <laughs> Oh my gosh, you don't even have it yet. I don't. <laughs> this is so exciting. Okay. Are you nervous for your ceremony? You know, like, how are you feeling going into it? Yeah, I'm nervous. I, I just, it's very overwhelming and I don't want to trip. I don't want to have snot all over my face because it's very cold here. So yeah, I'm nervous to be out on that podium, but uh, I'm excited. Oh my gosh. Well, bundle up, stay warm, enjoy the entire ceremony. I'm sure it's going to go by in a flash, but take it all in as much as you can. And again, congratulations, Megan. Such an incredible feat you just accomplished. Uh, you, you should be very proud. Oh, thank you. And thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Every four years, the world's greatest athletes compete for gold. And that time is now. The Winter Olympics on NBC and Peacock. 17 days of action, excitement, glory, and history in the making. Don't miss a single epic moment. The Winter Olympics continue tonight on NBC and Peacock.